Okay, whenever you're ready. Come to Collision Theater Friday at 8 p.m. for Collision Junior High and stick around for the 10 p.m. show, Collision Live Podcast. Kimberly will be guest hosting. How's that? That's perfect. Thanks. <laughs> Let me hear it. <laughs> no. I'm not gonna... Uh... No, it's just so that was the, you know, plugging my shows for the weekend because I'm releasing an episode tomorrow and the episode is more or less on codependency and polyamory. Are you familiar with those terms? Co- co- what? Codependency. Code? Codependency. Codependency. And polyamory. I don't know. I'm not familiar with that. That's probably safe. Are you? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I spent most of my 20s in monogamous relationships, but my 30s are off to a bit of a different start. So now I'm talking about life and feelings with the people that made me, or make me, feel them. Crushes big and small, old and new, this is Almost Nothing. This episode of Almost Nothing is brought to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Find more information at rvapodcast.org. I know that's something I like about you. You don't give out um, you don't give out fake compliments. I really don't. Here's why I can't because mm. it's everything is like on my face. It's that's what I think is so funny because I do think that you know in doing improv or acting yeah. or whatever, like I think I'm fairly decent in in yeah. terms of like what you know, like my facial expressions and da 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 da. I'm not going to be the person who is like, we're having a shouting match, but I'm smiling. Like, it's not in my book. But when it's just, like, actual me, when it's not character me, and I have, if I, you know, if I feel like I have to say something that I don't really, like, believe or want to say or whatever, I just, yeah, you know, like when, yeah. That makes sense. I actually did have my very first, the, the, the first love of my life, Austin, he actually did have this thing where he would laugh when mm-hmm. someone was angry and like, it, it was just an uncomfortable yeah. like coping mechanism, I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, I do have like, I've learned from being told from list by listeners mm-hmm. and listening back myself that I have like a nervous giggle, a nervous laugh. And I know that there have been times it's you it's like when I'm hearing information. Yeah. So that I'll like be like, oh my gosh, change your face or whatever. But if it's like if I'm giving it out, then I'm not I don't know. I guess like that. when I'm drowning or on on roller coasters, I am laughing. So I, you know. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Like, I get that. Yeah. I don't, I don't laugh at people, I think, when they're mad at me. Um, yeah. But I definitely make jokes in uncomfortable situations. Oh, for like, sure. Like, when I was getting, like, anytime I've been getting broken up with or broken up with someone. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anytime I'm breaking up with someone. Yeah. Um, I make jokes and it's mm-hmm. like, why, what was the point of that? Like, this isn't something that we need to laugh about. I don't No, I think most of my breakups have been way too serious. There was this fun moment though in my, during my last 
breakup, or the, I think the first time we broke up, where I really, like a dear friend had um, FaceTimed me, and I just answered it. It was like, we broke up, and then in the next like five minutes, I get this FaceTime. And I answer it, and she's like, how are you? God, she knows, she knew both of us, yeah. knows both of us. And I'm like <laughs> holding the phone to my face, still crying. And I'm like, we just broke up. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I start, I did start laughing then. Yeah. That's kind of the most perfect thing to happen yeah. right after a breakup, getting a random FaceTime from your friend. Yeah, it was funny. I think honestly, in that instance, I just was felt so relieved, like... Mm. Oh, cool. Now we don't have to, like, keep this up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And that will lead us into our topic of codependency. Ah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. I... (laughs) I guess I'll just do a little stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. I um, I do. I have found that I'm such an extremist in so many things I do, mm-hmm. um, that I'm either all in or just not into someone at all. And okay, it's okay. not. I, I'm not a huge fan. Like I, yeah. I actually was having this conversation with a, a male friend of mine, and I was like, because he's been he broke up with a girlfriend of four years mm-hmm. in January, and since then he's actually dated a pretty good bit like there's been a few girls that he's even like really liked um but I just don't I'm not like awed by people that easily and so I even asked him I'm like how do you hang out with people that you're like kind of into I've noticed this about you but I I also maybe it's just because I'm putting it next to myself who is just like can be so easily taken (laughs) well what have you noticed I'm curious just that I don't know, like, because sometimes there's a guy that I'm like, I think this guy is someone she may want to talk to, and I will bring it up casually, and you're just like, no, <laughs> and I'm just like, who is the guy, you know, and then you bring around some guy for me to meet, and I'm like, fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like, even, and I know myself, like, also, I don't know if this is really codependency, but I also know myself that mm-hmm. I will get crushes on people, and then the second they reciprocate it, I'm just almost like, no. Like, I have a crush on someone right now, yeah. and I'm not going to act on it. Because do I know I, them? You do. God damn it. I'm not going to act on it because <laughs> I I just think, and maybe I sh- it's silly, but I think I'm mm-hmm. afraid that I'm, like, next week I'll just be like, why did I act on it? I don't want this anymore. You know what? You sound like me when I was in high school. Mm. I don't know why, but I think I I did this with a few guys where, and I didn't have any boyfriends in high school, but I would be like so infatuated with someone and then it would seem like, oh, maybe something is here and yeah, then they reciprocate and then all of a sudden it's like, what is, like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. So, is that is that self sabotage? I mean, I it know. might be. Um, my sister actually. So she, when I with my most recent breakup, um, she was talking with me, and she was like, "I just see you go through this cycle with guys where mm-hmm. it's like you get really, really into someone, and you hype them up so much to yourself, and then you just kind of." Like, it just stops. Or, like, you fall out of it. Or you, um, no. And, or, like, your heart gets broken. Or. <laughs> so, so, real quick, for the listeners who just heard my guest say no, it's because I'm writing the names down of people I think she's got a crush on. Because I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Continue, my friend. It's just that these cycles, <laughs> you're saying, these cycles of, like, basically getting really into someone and, like, giving them your all. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then getting <laughs> 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 No, I don't like that person for you. Okay, well, I am not going to act on it. So. Good. Good. Um, we just vibe well and have good conversations, yeah. but it's interesting. The, we're talking about the person she guessed. Um, I Sometimes I don't like this person at all. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, I like yeah. you. You're funny. And then other days I'm like, you're just shit. Like, you're an ass. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen more of that. Um, yeah. Lately, so anywho, so um, yeah, giving your all. Yes, to these I give guys. My, like my all to these guys just to like kind of be stepped on later. Right. And 
like I get so into them and so like just infatuated and then like nothing happens and I'm just like broken and I think that's like I think that's why I'm hesitant to get into things because I think once I start liking someone I'm very much like yeah let's do this um Mm -hmm. but yeah and I don't know what it is like I I meet incredible people all the time but do you do I okay (laughs) I mean I have good do I'm just I'm gonna actually I have good conversations with people pretty frequently that yeah, but do you think that's more your own doing? I am a good conversation. That's what I'm saying. It's just like don't give them too much credit. That's, that's true. I feel like I can I feel like I can say these things because um because I am a little bit older than you. Yeah. And so occasionally, like for the most part, it's like everything we talk about, it's it's like an age thing isn't isn't a thing. It's not an issue or it's not it's not a thing that I think about. Mm-hmm. But then when I I think about like how you sound and I'm like, man, that sounds how I sounded. <laughs> And now I have, and I'm like, I got, I got to tell her. I got to right? tell her now to give these fuckers credit. You do. You do. Um, you keep me, you keep me honest. <laughs> um, so I forget where I was going with that. But other than like, I'm either all in or I'm not. And I get hesitant to get all in because then I just become right. very codependent. Um, yeah. And it's not even just with, with romantic relationships. Like I'm mm-hmm. realizing now, and we've had this conversation, my, I'm codependent on my roommate. I mean, mm-hmm. she left for about a month to go traveling and um I was very happy for her but like I instantly had this anxiety because I'm like I'm gonna be alone and I hate yeah. that um and now she's moving um out mm-hmm. and I've been alone again and like she was supposed to be in town um this weekend and she ended up not being able to and I felt this resentment towards her oh, which yeah. like I and I would never tell her that because she's not doing anything wrong right but I felt this resentment I was like no you said you were gonna be here like you we yeah. had plans and yeah. now you're not and I don't want to be alone anymore and it's like I need this now and it's you <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so uh I think if you're into love languages mine mm-hmm. is quality time and I'm not surprised okay. by that so so yeah, yeah. I think I well I know that for whatever reason I just get sucked into routines. Um, I just I can be sort of obsessive, I guess. Um, and I think I've said it before that I have like and a doctor told me I had a, an obsessive personality. Interesting. So I think once you know I get like when I start seeing somebody or whatever, and then we get into that ru- routine of like oh, we're going to spend every night together and da-da-da. It's, it's really hard for me to break that. And then the other part of it is I feel like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like the like it's the, the classic overachiever in the sense of like you can't accept failure. And if a relationship ends, it feels like a failure. Yeah. So... Even when there are clear signs that, like, this thing should end. It should be no more. Like, it's done. There's still part of me that's like, but it might not be. And maybe if, if you know, just, like, we put the work in and whatever. But yeah. but I am stepping away from that more. <laughs> so I definitely think <laughs> I would run relationships into the ground. Um, like, yeah. you know in your gut. Like, your gut's never really wrong. And so, like, yeah. you know in your gut, like, this isn't going places. Yeah. Or, like, this is unhealthy and for some reason or another. And I think I'll definitely avoid that. Um, but I'm really glad that you used the term obsessive just because that was one that – that was the word in my head about mm-hmm. how I get with people. But I was just hesitant to use it because I think it has a really it, creepy connotation. Yeah, know? it sounds like we're stalkers or something. Yeah. And it's like, do you stalk someone you're in a relationship Well, the word with? I was going to use is addicted um, because mm-hmm. I have, I've had a doctor tell me I have an addictive personality. Well, maybe that's what he said. I think they, I think they can be pretty cross, like oh, they can have a lot I of crossing over. I think it was, over. hmm. I'll have to ask him. We're Facebook friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Me and my uh, psychiatrist text. So. <laughs> this is like my doctor from like 15 years ago. <laughs> Actually, my psychiatrist happened to um, text me mm-hmm. like within 15 minutes of my last breakup being like, we haven't seen each other in a minute. <laughs> like, too, and I'm just like, 
<laughs> Great timing. This is awesome. <laughs> but also, it's a Saturday. This is kind of weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think I get obsessive or addictive. Oh, shit. What? I just looked up the definition of codependency. What is it? Excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner, typically one who requires support on account of an illness or addiction. <sighs> okay, I'm not ill. <laughs> but it's like, is it saying the other person? I know, I think it's like, right. if I'm codependent on you, it's due okay. to um, something wrong with me, like an addictiveness or an illness. Um an addictiveness. An addiction. An addiction. Yes. An addiction. <laughs> Not an addictiveness. An addiction. Um, uh, yeah. Like, I, I really do think I get addicted to people. And then I think at a certain point, I almost like, and just recognizing my most recent breakup, I mean, yeah. I let it drag. I didn't let the breakup drag on or the relationship drag on. I let, like, my moping and then mm-hmm. um, a very unhealthy friendship that developed after it. Like, I, I'm using a lot of air oh, quotes boy. here. Like, a quote-unquote friendship. There was yeah. a lot of lines and boundaries crossed in this friendship. Non-physical, but, I mean, it was inappropriate, um, I think, especially since he has a girlfriend now. And, and I, just let it, yeah. I just let it drag on. Then I think I got addicted to that element of the relationship I just think I let myself fall into these um addictions to feelings for people so I like that you um I was gonna say I like that you used the word and then I forgot what word you used that I was like oh oh oh, yeah you said um like whether or not it was like appropriate Mm -hmm. or inappropriate yeah and I have a hard time now with all the like this might go this is gonna go into another topic we thought That's we might fine. want to discuss. But like in terms of what is appropriate and what is inappropriate, because I had gotten out of a relationship and the second it was the second the limitations of being like, This is my boyfriend, this is my girlfriend, when that disappeared, everything else got so much better. Like our relationship to one another as humans got better. It just everything and it, you know, because there wasn't that pressure of, like, I'm, like, supposed to take care of this person or whatever on both sides. Even though it's, like, did we still take care of each other after that? Like, yeah, because we just cared about each other and we were close and, you know. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> I have one of my best friends, <laughs> she's, like, she's convinced that I'm Polly. <laughs> Polly? Like, oh, polyamorous. Poly- I think, like, you, the movie Along Came Polly popped in my head, and I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's, it's nothing, it's, that has never been a thing that I'm like, this is something that sounds like me, and I don't even totally, you know, get it. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. And, I, yeah, I think, I think that's the, the most, um, truthful I can say about it is like I don't know because I'm not totally sure what it is and it's never been I've always been like a one person yeah like I'm a loyal hoe okay <laughs> like I say that I joke I say that all the time jokingly but it's like it's true like, it's so hard or I guess has been previously I don't know but then if I'm not in a relationship with anyone now and I'm just like interested in some people like I mean is polyamory just a big word for casually date or I guess casually dating is technically longer but you know what I I mean like I think poly and casually dating are really the same thing to me poly means like you and I are in a relationship and we also like we're very committed to each other like we are in a relationship but you also are in a relationship with like Steve and (laughs) I'm cool with that um okay I just looked it up oh please and yeah no that's pretty much what you said yeah the philosophy or state of being in love or see this is right I don't get it or romantically involved with more than one person at the same time but if it's being in love or romantically involved I mean like so if I go on a date with yeah. Guy number one on Monday and another date with, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's what it is because I think it's actually, well, it depends if guy number one and guy number two, like if you're genuinely like, I really care about this person. Yeah. Like, 
I don't think it's the same as just casual dating. That's my perception. Mm-hmm. I'm not Polly. I don't know, but that's yeah. how I read it. Um, but you did. Then you also said something that made me think, and what? I now I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, the appropriateness, maybe. Mm-hmm. The, I don't know. Hmm. Things being appropriate, and I guess yeah. I don't know. I just there's all of this is like. I, I don't think I would ever be in love with two people at the same time. I don't think I have that in me. I don't think I have that energy. Yeah. and uh, I But I think that happens. This, I do think I think, yeah, yeah, I do absolutely think it happens to other people. <laughs> I, like, have been wondering lately how many times I've been in love. Because I've said it to two people. Mm-hmm. It's been said to me by four people. But mm-hmm. I think that I've been in love, I think, maybe three times. But I think it's different types of... But then again, maybe two, because I think the second person I told I love them, that was the definition of a codependent, unhealthy, Mm -hmm. like toxic bond between two people. Um, Like, I don't think... I don't think I was in love with him. I think I was very much just like in a very bad state in my Mm -hmm. life and that we just like felt this very... Just like, I don't know. We, like, both needed and really wanted to want each other. Yeah. But I don't think we should have ever been together. Yeah, I don't think I was really in love with the first person I said that to. I think I was just in love with, like, the attention. Yeah. And, I mean, because he was not great. <laughs> so, um, and it's, you know, it's that weird thing where it's, like, did we have good times together? Yeah. Did we have horrible, awful times I wish I never experienced? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, nothing is black and white. But, yeah, I just... The more I think about it, I'm like, I don't think I was in love with him because mm-hmm. I just wasn't. But also, it's like, even if I was... And knowing all the, like, fucked up shit that happened. Uh, and then also knowing, like, all the fun times we had. It's just like, yeah, that is just how it is sometimes. Yeah. That's just life, I guess. Oh, and there's one other person I have a little bit of a crush on that you also know. So feel free to continue guessing. Um, I will not act on it. <laughs> like, definitely um, not. Are the, well, I feel like you know some of the guys that have been on the show. Has he been on the show? Not to my knowledge, but I wouldn't be surprised if he had been. Okay. Um, and I know him. Yes, you know him. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think I uh, know. Well, I mean, from afar, but like... Oh, this one's easy to have a crush on. Yeah, from <laughs> afar, I have a crush on that guy. But like, I think we've had maybe two conversations. Yeah. No, same. He's, yeah, from yeah, afar. From because afar. It has to be. Yes, it has to be. Because <laughs> even if I tried to make it anything else, it would not be. <laughs> Absolutely Aww. not. Oh, bye. Bye. <laughs> Crossing you out. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's fun for the listeners, but it's fun for me. Um, yeah, but I think, I mean, even like this one guy I mm-hmm. went on a few dates on one week, like... I instantly started getting excited about it. And I was just like, yeah. ooh. Like, and like thinking like, oh, this might be something like good. And like kind of almost fantasizing about it. And it's just like, but then I lost interest really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, never mind. So like, I just, I would love to be able to like in a very healthy way fall for someone. But it just feels like yeah. it's, I, I haven't found that. Mm-hmm. I, well, you know, this whole Doing this whole thing, doing, like, this show, talking to all these people who have, like, touched my heart in some way, I've, I guess, like, yeah, I expected I'd learn some stuff about myself, but I really didn't expect to learn the amount that I have learned about myself and about other people, and also just, like, being okay (laughs) with that, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, making, I guess, like, sort of, like, recognizing like oh maybe that's why I acted in that way and and being like okay with decisions I made that I like that keep me up at night I guess 
No, I think um, that makes sense. Yeah. But, like, I did realize semi-recently, maybe, or I guess I've just been more vocal about it <laughs> with guests, but, like, the guys I've dated, I didn't know any of them, really, like, before we started dating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so... Well, that's kind of nice. <laughs> I mean, isn't it? I think that's how I'd I have, like it to be. No. I mean, well, I'm saying this is like having done it and it not worked. Uh, you know well, what I mean? I've done both and... <laughs> <laughs> and we're both single. <laughs> we're both single. I guess I, guess I just want to be more like thoughtful in who I'm choosing to spend like... These intimate moments where others spend my time. I'm also, like, the busiest I've ever been in life before. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's, like, I, my, I'm my i seeing my time as something, like, a little more sacred these days. Mm. I want to write something um, down to say later. Yeah. And it's, like, it's, yeah, I can see how it's fun because I lived it. And it was fun to just meet with someone and have that, like, instant connection and feel like, oh my gosh, like, I can't even, but, like, we have all of these weird things in common. This is so new and exhilarating and exciting, and I just, like, I want to, like, wake up next to this person or just, you know, like, I just want to be so close and, like, because I'm obsessed, (laughs) you know, and, like, it's all this stuff that, like, feels really good in the moment and, and whatever, but, but then you, then you get to know somebody and, you realize maybe it's not really a person you want to know in that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, and yeah, I, I joke about dating my friends and whatever, but I'm, I'm always like, is that kind of like, is that the way to go? Not necessarily date your friends, but like I should get to know someone better or like even a little bit before deciding to commit myself to them because that's where I'm kind of stuck now is this whole like commitment thing and I think that's why my friend is like bitch you're Polly is because it's like yeah I want to have all these like I still want to feel all of that stuff Mm -hmm. right but I'm so hesitant to like do another like be in a committed relationship right now because it's like what did it really get me in the past yeah um no I totally relate to that and it, it kind of makes me think of a, a little quote that my one of my really good friends who you definitely know has said to me <laughs> um and he says I love being in love but I like who I am better when I'm not in love something to that oh, extent wow, yeah and I I relate to that quote so much just because I love being, I mean, I love love. I love being in love. I love a partnership with someone. I feel just like I love having a connection to someone Mm -hmm. close. But um, like how you've said you've learned a lot about yourself just doing this podcast. Like I've learned a lot about myself just like looking back on this past year of Mm -hmm. how I've been in dating. And when I'm with someone, I really give them my all in such a, um, in such a like, draining way for me but like no matter how drained I am I will continue draining myself and sometimes it's not even like because they're asking for it but but like with my most totally yeah like with my most recent relationship I remember I mean I met most of his friends but the only people in my life he really knew like he met you he met Mm -hmm. Kim or he met my roommate Mm -hmm. um he didn't meet like some of the closest people in my life and yeah I remember him being like, I feel like you talk about this person a lot, but I've never actually met them. And I felt, and I never felt like this need almost. I I never was like, you need to meet these people. Because I was like, I'm just like in your life. I'm doing your things. And it's like, which I think is partially a fear of like me Mm -hmm. uh, opening up to people. Because I definitely have that. And it's like, it's, I definitely have that too. But like, it's even after I broke up with this person, I mean, if he needed me to talk or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. I would put, I would drop everything and be there. And that's, I think, another reason. I think that's another level of codependency, to be perfectly honest. Yes. 
No, I I absolutely relate to that. Because, I mean, and you, yeah, along with a lot of my listeners, know a bit of my history. Um, and I mean this in like, you know, no, no disrespect, no regret, or whatever. But I definitely feel like in the past I have like given so much of myself to where I, I felt like like my light was dimmed, mm-hmm. you know. And I know that that's a thing. I know this because every time I get out of a relationship, and a lot of times it does feel like that. It feels like something I'm getting out of. It's you know, it's not like something just like ended. It's not like the end of a movie. It's like something more. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I does do. that make sense? It does. Yeah. But the, how basically I'm saying like how often friends will say like oh, like, this is you, or, you know, like, there you are, yeah. like, you're back, kind of a thing, and it's, like, because I, I just get so wrapped up in that, and I don't know, like, you know, we're, we can be, we, like, we as humans can be quick to be, like, it was that person, it was this situation, it was that, but it's, like, what is it in me that makes me feel like I have to like is it an insecurity thing where it's like well if I don't give them enough they'll leave me for someone else like I know that because an early relationship was really fucked up it it made me like being in that made me see things through a lens I shouldn't have been using Mm. and it was like it took you know it took a few things to get me to not think like that anymore and to like actually be able to fully or to feel like I could fully trust people. And, you know, like, I just, I don't want to, like, do that again. I don't want to have, I don't want to, like, spend another, like, decade or not, not a decade, but, you know, I don't want to spend years trying to, like, retrain my brain again because, you know, it's yeah, just, I, do. I don't know. Ugh. I, like, started eight sentences and didn't finish no, one. No, I think it makes but, sense. But yeah, I just like I want I want to be with someone at some point and I want it to like I don't want to feel like I'm getting dimmed. I don't want to feel my light dim. I think that's <laughs> so I mean that's realistic. Um Sounds so cheesy. I mean, it, it does sound a little <laughs> cheesy, but I get what you're saying like cuz it does eat, Let it, me shine. It does take a physical toll and I think it yeah. is. I do think it's hard to find partnerships where you equally lift each other up mm-hmm. and equally understand that the, like you're not one life you know you have two lives right. that just so happen to be working well together right. um and that's and it's funny because I can say these things out loud but like I, I won't let myself believe it you know yeah. when I'm actually in it because it's yeah. like no like whatever you need I'm there like it's yeah. not like my life first but you um something that I've really been learning a lot lately that someone told me a few months ago that's really stuck with me. It's like the best way to serve someone else is to serve yourself first. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. And the best way to be there, be there for someone else is to be there for yourself first. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something I'm really trying to remind myself just in every single one of my relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, with these smallest things, like someone texts me, I instantly feel a need to respond to them right away. No, actually, if I'm in the middle of something, I don't need to drop everything mm-hmm. I'm doing just to pick up my phone. So I'm trying to do it with like little things like that. Yeah. But, um, so I I don't know where that thought's going, but I guess it's just the words in my head right now are like codependency and overbearingness almost going yeah. hand in hand. Um, yeah. So, and it's something I've experienced. Um, but yeah, I don't have any advice on how to pass <laughs> it because I mean. Or past, like, the obsessiveness or the yeah. addictiveness or... Addictiveness, I keep saying that, or the addiction. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I will definitely stay in something. I don't know if this is related, but, I mean, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it. Like, with my ex that I was developing mm-hmm. that friendship or whatever with, I mean, we... I've been telling you for months now, like, I need to tell him that this isn't good. I need to ask if his girlfriend knows. And I haven't done that, but now we haven't talked in about two weeks. Um, No one's tried on the, like, talking Mm -hmm. to the other. And I, it's, and I, it's, I keep saying these, the thing I keep saying to myself is, like, 
I hope he doesn't text me because I know I'm going to respond. Yeah. And I just want this to stay as it is. Like, I want this to be over right now. And, like, Mm -hmm. I like direct communication normally, but I just know, like, I don't know. I just know Mm -hmm. that I get hooked with on people, even if I don't still want to be with them. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't have healthy relationship (laughs) tactics, but that's where I'm at right now. (laughs) It's funny. I used to think I did. And then, and, you know, however long I've been single, like, I'll, I'll call it technically a year and a half or so, um, I just keep realizing in the ways that I don't, mm-hmm. you know, like, maybe I'm good at expressing something, but I'm, I'm not good at, like, hearing something from someone else sort of like and not in every situation but just like looking back at things and it's like well maybe this person didn't outright say x y or z but their actions showed me this and that's like i wish i had seen that yeah sort of a thing i um i definitely have been very much more aware of how i am with a romantic partner and just Mm -hmm. kind of thinking like I think I get a lot of this just from watching my parents' relationship yeah. growing up because I don't think they have a healthy marriage. And mm-hmm. if they straight up asked me that, I would tell them. Um, and, like, I just saw a lot of not really saying what's actually on your mind, pushing mm-hmm. feelings down to the, like, like you know, to the yeah. ground. Um, and it's kind of hard to un... To, it's, it's hard to reprogram your brain. It really is. It is. It is. And... If you're kind of comparing it to the whole idea of like reprogramming your brain with like a simple thing as like a habit, mm-hmm. like not biting your nails, it's probably gonna take you like three months to officially stop. But like it's hard to develop new relationship habits. Yeah. Because you can't use relationships as like guinea pigs, you know? You just kind of have yeah. to keep reminding yourself to try not to fall into those old patterns. Right. Um, but I don't know how to not fall into them because it's like even when I'm in them, I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to be codependent, but it's like, oh, yeah. but that's what I want. <laughs> no, totally. Like there, there have been times. So I, and I've joked about this with you about how I think I would be great in a long distance relationship because I like... If I really felt like, like, the person, like, had me, you know, like, in, in the sense of, like, like had my back. So I don't want to say that because it's, like, an improv thing yeah. and I hate, yeah. like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> You're fine. But if I, you know, if I just, like, if I felt like, like, we were solid, I would, it's something I would totally want to enter into because I like, I like being alone. Like, I like spending a lot of time by myself um, and... I haven't been in a re- in any relationship that allows for that because I've either been with people who just like didn't understand it and would think like something's wrong and then okay well if he thinks something's wrong then maybe I need to like what do I need to do to fix it like cuz you know then then I take that on yeah um or it'd be like I want to be alone but they don't want to be alone so then we wouldn't be that we, you know, like then, yeah. then I would just like do whatever they wanted to do, and I like there are so many times when it's just like I knew I I didn't want to be like spending every night together, but I would because I felt like they needed me or this or that or it's you know something like convenience whatever. It's really interesting to me that you say you love being alone have a lot of alone time but you also say you're codependent just because in relationship in in romantic relationships okay yeah because in contrast I hate being alone like I definitely need my alone time but I think everyone does but like I would much rather have someone at least like someone's presence in my apartment at all times oh my god like I (laughs) so much prefer when my like I don't think I could live alone that's fascinating. That is so fascinating to me because I know, and I know a lot of people who are like, I love having roommates, and I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> well, it depends on the roommate. Like me yeah. and my roommate work well together, um, but I couldn't have well, yeah. bad roommates again. I sure, sure. I do. I mean, there are things about, and I li- I've lived with two significant others, and obviously both of those ended. <laughs> But there are definitely things about, like, living with specifically a significant other that I really enjoy. And 
so it's like, yeah, I don't think I'd ever want roommates again unless I, it was necessary, like, maybe financially, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I guess I just want the perfect relationship. Oh, don't <laughs> all. That's kind of just, I'm, like, thinking about, back to the things I'm saying over this, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm, like, not... I just, like, want my cake and I want to eat it, too. But the thing I don't like about that is it's just, like, why would you have a cake if you can't eat it? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> Lisa Loeb had an... Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. Oh, God, no. Why? Is this, like, an age thing or something? Yeah. Oh, no. Who is this? Lisa Loeb? Like, yeah. an earlobe? <laughs> L-O-E-B. L-O-E-B. Okay, keep going. What did Lisa have to say? <laughs> well, no, she had this album. I oh. think it was called like Cake and Pie. Okay. I think, but her she was she used to say a thing that's just like, yeah, like no, you should have your cake and your pie. Mm. Yeah, why not? But anyway, ugh, are you looking her up right now? Yeah. <laughs> um. So this isn't related. Aw, a photo of my very first boyfriend just popped up, and you're going to think it's one guy, but it's actually the other. It's the guy on the dude's... Oh, I can't make this go. It's the guy on the dude's back. <laughs> Aw, he's cute. Yeah, he was a sweetheart. Um, uh, well, we also... This isn't related, but we talked about this new app I'm super into called The Pattern. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where I stand with astrology. I like to, right. I like to play in the room of it. Um, same same however this app has been very i don't know it's been saying things that i mm, i'm like i can totally get on board with this and here's my ideal relationship if you're interested yeah Uh, in your long-term relationships what works best for you is being with a partner who will claim you they should be upfront make their intentions clear and be unafraid of commitment there should be no ambivalence. They clearly want you and are willing to devote themselves to you in the relationship. These partners are monogamous, loyal, and protective, and you can lean on them in times of doubt. That just sounds like a codependent relationship to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and I don't you, hate it. Where do you find it? Um, okay, so you go. So I forgot that I had even downloaded this thing because a friend was like, you got to get this. It'll change your life. And, and then I did, and I, did, I guess I didn't look at it too much. But, um, but you found me on there, so. Here it is. Oh, and there's also relationship. Um, oh, actually, that's really interesting. Read your read Okay. That. My ideal relationship. In your long-term relationships, what works best for you is being with a partner who's autonomous and independent. They need to give you plenty of space and understand your need for freedom. They shouldn't slow you down or be dependent and drain your energy. You're becoming a dominant force and your best partner won't be threatened by your power or charisma. Ideally, neither of you is defined by the other. Your lives are already complete and the relationship is just adding to them. I'm going to light this phone on fucking fire. (laughs) That is crazy right that is so spot on i told you that's oh my god i love this um i'll oh my god now i'll read my relationship expectations i'm so like it's that's basically what you just said i feel like it like it like like it took my breath away (laughs) it floored me i'm like where's the fainting couch oh my gosh well here's my expectations um oh it's so much longer Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay. In your relationship experiences, you may end up with or expect partners who prioritize you. You want to be with someone who truly understands and accepts you and is looking to be part of a couple. These types are very supportive, frequently checking in to see how you're feeling. If they're unable to relate to this way, you could feel disappointed or think something's wrong. Accurate. If there's conflict, it might be because your relationship tends to be codependent and it's hard to do things on your own or separate your feelings from theirs or you resist being seen as in a relationship you could be an independent type and resent someone wanting to do everything together you may stay in relationships that aren't right for you to avoid being alone holy wait wait hold on i think the phones are just listening they have to be because i swear this is my first time looking at these two things um, I'm like scared. I don't like that. Should I read my relationship? You should. Okay. And we should have started off doing this. Yeah, no, agree. Okay, all right, let's see. 
In your relationship experiences, you may end up with or expect independent, unconventional partners. They seem to know where they're going without needing anyone else. You're fascinated by their ability to trust themselves. They're unattainable, but this intrigues you. Fuck. If there's conflict, it might be because these types can be loners and lack interest in your needs. You may struggle to hold their attention. They're restless and it's hard to get them to sit still or be present. Because their freedom comes first, they may not want to settle down. On the other hand, instead of dating partners like this, you may exhibit this kind of behavior in your relationships. Mm. This is making me a little uncomfortable. Uh, Russia has our faces, and the pattern has my brain. <laughs> um, okay. I'm trying to like unpack this. If there's conflict, it might be because these types can be loners and lack interest in your needs. So I did say to a previous guest that um, I like when a significant other comes to my shows. Not all of them, you know, but just like once in a while. Yeah. You know. Of course. Um, And that wasn't like super happening, I guess, in any of the times I've done stuff like whether it was my um <laughs> when I dipped a toe into the burlesque pool or <laughs> the tiniest of toes <laughs> um or like art things the few times I did that you know just whatever so it's like yeah I want to be I don't know how to how do you be left alone and supported Mm. But not really, I mean, not left alone. Well, I guess when, I'm, when I say, like, I want to be left alone, it just means, like, I want to be able to feel like I can be alone and it not be an issue. Like, I'm just tired of having to explain, like, my time to anyone. Yeah. So, I, think, I, I don't know. so fair. You shouldn't have to explain your time to anyone because it's your time. But then I guess at the same time... Uh-huh. If you're in a relationship, You then. need to <laughs> make... And I don't like the word sacrifices, but you need to make compromises. Sure. I guess, and then I think one thing that I, I know that I've done too often in the past is, like, I'm the one making more of the compromise. You know what sure, I mean? Like definitely. I think there's a lot of that. Well, and I think actually, and this is not backed up by anything, but I feel like women tend to be more thoughtful. So I think mm-hmm. women tend to fall into that role more than men. Um mm-hmm. Which you can go back and say that's yeah. a societal thing. But yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Once again, the patriarchy strikes. There is something I did want to say to you yeah. um, that I wrote down. So you mentioned that this is um, that this is one of the busiest you've ever been in your life. And, uh, and I mentioned I'm very codependent on my friends. Something I've always really appreciated about our friendship is that um, even when we've gone weeks and honestly even months without really having being able to spend quality mm-hmm. time together, I've never questioned whether or not you still care about our friendship. I've mm-hmm. never questioned if it's still there or not. Um, and I think you're really good at being there even when you're not there. So I just think that's... Aww. I think I've never felt like you're not like giving me proper friendship <laughs> attention. So that's... So thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. And that's... I think... That's that's something I think about a lot because I have, I mean, like, both my two best friends, one's in Massachusetts and the other one's in New York, so mm-hmm. it's not like I see them regularly. We don't talk on the phone. Like, I've just never, not like I'm not one to keep in touch, but I guess I am kind of like, I don't know. I was going to say, like, a minute I'm out, but I'm always in. yeah. I don't know. And I don't... You've never made me feel like I was, like, uh, not paying atten- not paying enough attention to you. And that's a thing I've definitely experienced with other friendships where it's like, okay, yeah, I can't hang out, like, really hang out for the next month or whatever. And if somebody gets upset by that, it makes me want to hang out with them less. Yeah. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So um, the people that I've kept around you know, longer, uh, it's because, I mean, you know, it's a lot of reasons, like who they are themselves, of course, but it's also that they understand that I'm not going to be 
like we're not gonna see each other all the time. Yeah. And that's what I need these fucking boyfriends to understand. Yeah. I completely <laughs> agree. Like, I don't maybe I don't wanna spend every night with you. And that that's fine. Okay, I sleep I know. better alone. I sleep well, better waking okay. up alone. This is gonna sound crazy though, because I but maybe it's just the codependency talking because I feel like I feel like it's easier for me to fall asleep when someone else that I like <laughs> is in my bed. Yeah. Okay. But it's easier for me to wake up alone. That's true. Like, I have routines that I like to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty good at waking up no matter what. I just, you know, I'm yeah. up. But this just I mean I keep saying the opposite of the thing I just said and so I'm just like I guess I don't know what I want maybe that's it maybe I don't know what I want I think that makes sense but I don't know what I want in most things in life I think where I'm at is I don't know what I want but I do know what I don't want and what I don't want is what I've already had Mm. ooh Ooh, I felt that I felt that you had such a look on your face yeah because I agree with that. I think same. Yeah. Wowie. Yeah. Woof. Oh. Well. Get the pattern. Get the pattern. This, this episode is brought to you by <laughs> the pattern. Um, it's probably just listening to everything you just said, so... It's going to, yeah, just talk to a friend about love and it's going to basically yeah. copy that and then give you your horoscope. <laughs> also, I'm curious, uh, listeners, if you've made it this far, do you think we're codependent? Oh, yeah, please. Please uh, message Kimberly and let us know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I know. Like, honestly, like the things that we're saying, like, does that sound like what we've done in the past? Does that speak to codependency, or do you think that's something else? Um, are you a codependent person? And if so, like, tell me about that. I'm, you know, are you a poly person? Tell me about that too. I'm so intrigued. I am curious to see if what we've talked about is relatable or just sounds kind of crazy. Yeah, and even if it does sound crazy, I think that's fine. Yeah, I, I yeah, I agree. It's fine. Honestly, I think we're all gonna be okay. All music was originally composed by Paji Amati. This has been an RVA Podcast Network production.